<laughs> Goat League Assemble! This week's episode is brought to you by the premier topless cabaret and adult entertainment complex in the Carolinas. Located in beautiful Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, gorgeous girls, full lunch and dinner menus, valet parking, and great drink and bottle specials seven days a week. Welcome to the Masters Club, the jewel of the Grand Strand. Happy Black Friday, fellas. How are we doing today? Doing great. Uh, you're making me hungry for some legs and eggs, maybe some grits and tits on the side. What do you say? <laughs> <laughs> and and that, uh, that laugh you heard today, we have a special guest on um, for our Black Friday episode. Uh, we've got uh, Bobby Ruff, friend of the program, um, you know, number number one in everyone's hearts here. But um, how, how did everybody's Thanksgiving go? It was good, man. Over here at the in-laws, crunching the numbers, trying to get some wins this week, uh, looking at these fantasy leagues. And, man, tough group. Definitely. Yeah, it, it is. It's, um, you know, we were talking a little bit before in, in the pre-pod meeting with uh, Black Friday Bobby's betting bonanza uh, that we'll have later in the pod. But um, overall, Thanksgiving was, was good for me. Uh, just ate a lot of food. And, Kyle, how was it for you, man? Uh, it was good, you know. It obviously, ate a lot of food, um, you know. And um, I, I always say this, you know, in in my family, we don't make green bean casserole. And on the side, uh, my mom's side, I, I'm white, but I'm not green bean casserole white. <laughs> <laughs> You're not cereal rapist white. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I know. It's, I know it's a staple in many households out there. And there's, I, I'm not knocking it. It's just. It's just something I can't I can't get down with. I don't know why, because I like green beans. I like cream of mushroom soup. Um, I like uh, whatever the fucking French onion crispies that you put on top, but just mixed together, nah, just can't do it. Now, is it dressing or is it stuffing? Oh, I'm a stuffing as, guy. I think yeah. it's stuffing. I'm I call stuffing it stuffing. Guy. Dressing's what I put on my salad. Yeah, exactly. I put a little ranch dressing on there. Maybe Italian if I'm feeling different. But yeah, <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> and I still, um, to this day, I'm still talking about Thanksgiving food. I, I still don't know the difference between a sweet potato and a yam. It's the same thing. Oh, yam is a fat ass sweet potato. <laughs> <laughs> That's the difference. I put cinnamon on that as well. So yeah, I could agree. That's a, yeah, barbecue sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I've put a little uh, melted marshmallow. Never mind. I'm gonna stop. Yeah, <laughs> we 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 know you're going there. Should I say coming? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, we we've we've familiarized Bobby with the league. He is a uh, he's a fellow degenerate. So um, we want to focus a lot on the end of this uh, to on degenerate activity so let's uh let's just get into the uh the recap from from week 11 and the preview for week 12 and, and flow into it boys what do you say let's do it all right um week 11 recap i want to start with um with, there was not any close games at all back-to-back um, weeks back-to-back weeks of terrible matchups um i want to start with one of the closest ones, even though it wasn't close, uh, we had Weston versus Connor. He won, you know, 116 to 88. Um, Jalen Hurts doing his thing. Tony Pollard, massive game. Um, and on Connor's side, just can't get his depth pieces to do to do much. Yeah, and, and uh, I didn't understand the Najee Harris uh, bench play there. Um, you know, I, I get Brian Robinson Jr.'s playing Houston, but to uh, – to not look at Najee Harris and his potential, um, especially in a really bad offense uh, like the Steelers, uh, I would have had to plug them in at, at least somewhere. Uh, I think that was the death of of uh, Connor there, as, as well as you know DJ Moore not getting any production, uh, and then uh, whoever the hell is tight end is Moreau. Um, I mean, he just has no answer right now at tight end. So uh, you know, nice solid week for Weston. Hurts with 24. Pollard had a monster game. 
um, with 34 points or 35 points, excuse me. But nice to see DeAndre Swift get in the uh, the end zone there. Yeah, um, yeah, he got in the end zone. That was big. Uh, Weston he moves to seven and four and scoots into third place. Connor. Um, he's still technically on Sacco watch at four and seven. And, uh, and Bobby, I know, you know, Connor. Um, so what do you think Connor's mentality is going to be for the rest of the season as he tries to avoid Sacco? Well, based off the team main and the points scored last week, he might want to get on the Henny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, that, that is probably, uh, that's probably sage advice from a fellow degenerate. Yeah, man, I, I used to look at some of these scores, you know, 88 points. Lamar Jackson is was was a was a letdown last week. I have him on my fantasy team as well. You know, that that whole that game against the Carolina Panthers, which they're a dumpster fire now. You know, only scoring one touchdown, uh, a rushing touchdown. You know, with quarterback as well as more points, but the interception there, Nick Chubb was was disappointing. Only play, only had 19 yards. I mean. You know, those those two right there alone should be averaging, you know, at least 20 points. And, you know, with a total of, what was it, 23 points or so? Uh, yeah. It's disappointing. Yeah, and Bobby, you know, Chubb, I mean, he's, you know, ranked third right now, averaging 18 points a game in fantasy. He was he was definitely uh, – he definitely had a flaccid week, um, you know, this week. <laughs> so. Well, also, you know, Weston's got uh, a sleeper, I think, in, in Tony Pollard. Agreed. Yeah, Agreed. he's border. I mean, he's borderline not even sleeper anymore. He had a decently not great game yesterday, but he's RB eight on the on the year. Um, granted, a couple of the reason is he had two thirty five point games in the last three or four weeks, but still, um, he's been getting tons of carries when when Zeke gets out too. So, um, but I'm with you there, Bobby. Um, I think Weston's got a good team as he kind of moves into. Uh, closer to the playoffs, and we'll jump into the next matchup. It's a very similar score, um, but it was the upset of the week. It was Nunnery getting out of Sacco contention, moving into playoff contention, taking down Jordan 116 to 88 as well. Uh, what did you see yeah, here? Yeah, Charles, this this one shocked me um, to to see first off to see Nunnery absolutely uh, destroy Jordan. Um, who, you know, we've, we've been high on Jordan's team all year. I, it, it was, uh, it was definitely a letdown for sure, but, you know, huge win for Nunnery, um, on Jordan's side of things. I mean, you can't be mad at McCaffrey getting, you know, 14 points, Eckler getting 17, you know, that two headed monster up in the running back position position is huge. Justin Fields didn't get back. You know, he didn't get 40 points like he did the last two weeks. Um, but to get 22 points out of a quarterback is huge. He just got absolutely no production from any other skill positions. I mean, his third highest uh, player this week was uh, Baltimore defense with 16 points. That's usually a sign for disaster, especially, you know, as we go over to Nunnery's team, uh, you know, Dallas defense had 16 points. Um, so that evened out right there. And then you had a Singletary touchdown and you had a, another huge Amari Cooper game. That gets it done, man. So, uh, really interesting to see how these two teams uh, finish down the stretch. Yeah, Amari Cooper, like you said, big game. We've been talking about all year. Like, why isn't Nunnery starting Cooper? He finally, you know, has got a consistent see of starting him. Because he's Nunnery, yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, he, he had a good week. I mean, 116 points is nothing uh, – this is no kind of crazy week, but it's, it's a very solid one. And he gets it done. Um, so yeah, he's five and six. Uh, Jordan's six and five, all, right there in that muck of of the playoff race. Um, well, and not, uh, I guess Bobby, when you look at these teams, how do you see you know their trajectory uh, kind of moving forward? Well, you look at you know you look at the lingering stiffness of uh, of Jordan of Jordan's. Uh, <laughs> Here, interesting fact: Hayden Hurst. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Hayden Hurst is the one who played at uh, South Carolina, correct? Yes. So Hayden Hurst is actually, and I found this out last night. My father-in-law told me is now living a sober life. Was went into uh, a a uh, rehab. He tried to kill himself, I think. Yeah, and so, uh, but with those three points, man, he might want to get back on something. 
Uh, he's <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> it hurts me to say it, but you're right. <laughs> but now looking at, uh, you know, looking at both teams here, you know, Kareem Hunt, he's in an interesting situation too because, you know, Nick Chubb's getting the majority of the carries. And, uh, and you look at the running backs coach at Cleveland at, for the Browns uh, is, uh, is Stump Mitchell. Siddle grad, but they call him the running back whisperer. Um, but he might want to start screaming in Kareem Hunt's ear to get start getting <laughs> out of this. No, I'm with you there. Um, I think you know he he could definitely uh, get get some more activity. Um, it's possible. It's not look. You know they didn't trade him, so obviously they're looking to to still use him. Or maybe there wasn't a whole lot of interest out there. Um, and I'll add but, this. Uh, Going to yeah. be interesting for Jordan as uh, we kind of see how Justin Fields uh, plays this week because the following week we get um, – don't get too excited, but we get Deshaun Watson back, and Jordan's got him just absolutely just waiting in the in the whims right now. So, um, see if he can kind of, you know, massage that into his lineup. So, uh be interesting. <laughs> Is Justin Fields good? The jury's still out. Yeah, I don't. You know, I'm not sold on him. I don't like his attitude, and maybe it's maybe I sound like uh, get off my lawn, but I don't. I don't like. I don't like the cut of his jib, as these as they say. He's a great <laughs> fantasy asset, decent football player. Yes, they say that he ha- he leads the NFL in more rushing attempts at the speed of over 20 miles an hour in NFL history. That's Damn. nuts. And he That's makes nuts. Effort. Think about the guys that he, you're putting him with in that state. Like who he's breaking, Mike Vick, you know, other <laughs> running backs, everything. That's Not nuts. Even Lamar Jackson. Yeah, Lamar. True. True yep. enough. Um, well, let's move on to the next matchup, the next ass kicking. Um, it was uh, Craven, top of the hill for the Ville, moving to eight and three. And he is first place, our repeat, our uh, defending champion, first place a lot by himself. Um, he beat uh, me uh, badly. My team had a very bad week outside of uh, outside of Joey Ice Burrow, and um, everybody else was just pure ass. What did you see here, boys? Yeah, Charles. Um, you know, I, I get the Kadarius Tony play there in the flex spot. Um, even if you had put in Latavius Murray, um, just, you know, as a absolute like gamble, uh, still wouldn't have got you close to this week. So it's a good thing. You just kind of went with Kadarius Tony, but you know, this Panthers Baltimore game was so bad to not see Foreman, you know, get, you know, maybe near the end zone or, or more than 24 yards is definitely disappointing. Um, you know, hats off to Joe Burrow and, and Jonathan Taylor for carrying the, the bulk of those points this week but you look over at Craven you know just a typical week for him you know Kelsey 32 points um he had Tyreek Hill on by usually that's his uh that's his go-to had to start Marcus Mariota still put up 126 points that's pretty much all that needs to be said right there I mean that's that's crazy yeah yeah and, and Bobby I didn't send you screenshots of the of the bench but I I've got Jamar Chase out and, and Mike Williams I didn't play because I was worried what would happen did happen. Um so I'm I'm hopefully I'm hopeful I'll get Jamar Chase back this this coming week. But uh you know, what what, what were your takeaways here? I don't know if you you know me, so I don't know if you've ever met Craven, but Yeah, I mean, you know, the he, you got top of the hill for the Ville, you got two six. Ah! <laughs> yeah. And, you know, J. Cole there, he also says, you know, time is short, and that's why somebody told me. And so you look at what Marcus Mariota's been doing, people crapping on him for the past two weeks. Comes out, two total touchdowns. They play on Thursday night. They suck. Then they come back this week, play well. Um, You know, and then you got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire only having nine yards. Um, Hmm. That, that, that to me, is just baffling. You know, but then you look at – no, I'm I'm in on 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 Stevenson for the uh, for the Patriots. I've got him on my fantasy league. I think he's a sleeper in the running back position as well. No doubt, I love him. I was texting somebody last night. I was like, he just like he he just passes the eye test to me. 
if that makes sense. hundred percent. Watched the game last night too. He ran hard as hell. Yeah, yeah, and he only had what thirty some running yards. But he did he uh, did he go to or... Arkansas or Oklahoma? Uh, I think he went to. That's a good question. Fact check me. Um, now I will say this: ESPN, the the fantasy, they need to give some points for just pure effort. Because if he is, if he, if there's effort points, Stevenson gets those all day. He's the yeah. best in the league effort wise. Yeah, and he did go to Oklahoma. Nice. He's a boomer um, sooner. He is a boomer sooner. Oh well, I am currently in sixth place. Cravens in first, like I said. Um, so we'll go to the next matchup that kind of surprised me. Um, it was uh. Allen winning 126 to 82 over the Mooney Tunes. Um, Mooney stays in fourth place. Allen gets that six and five log jam. He's in seventh based on the point tiebreakers. Um, big, big down week from Josh Allen, Dalvin Cook, AJ Brown. You know, he's lost Cooper Cup for the year. Meanwhile, on Allen's side, great games from reliable Derrick Henry um, and Jamal Williams scored three times. <laughs> Yeah, Jamal Williams had a just a monster game getting in the end zone three times. Um, you know, D hop is D hop. So, you know, getting that 13, 14 point there is, is phenomenal. But to get with the production you got out of David Montgomery that last week, um, to get 19 points out of him, that that's huge. Um, and you just add that in with Derrick Henry and, and you have a recipe for what I call a win. Um you know, Mooney on the other side, you know, Josh Allen has been struggling. I've said that about a month ago, ever since that elbow injury. And uh, uh, Charles, you lost the bet already to me during this year on it. But um, yeah, he's just not he's just not performing at that fantasy level that we saw earlier in the year. But, uh, you know, the Dalvin Cook and the A.J. Brown uh, point totals, that one really shocked me that you just don't usually see that. Um, but hats <laughs> off to the Colts for just. You know, they should have won that game against the uh, the Eagles. They should have. Yeah, you look at, you know, with uh, – who's Julio TDs again? Allen. Oh, yeah, Allen. My boy Allen. Um, so, you look at, you know, Las Vegas, the, the defense, the special teams there, giving up 16 points. But they did block the field goal. And I don't know if you know, but the uh, the special teams assistant at Las Vegas Raiders is one Maurice Drayton, Citadel alum. Yeah, I got, we Potent- had to fire him for the Packers last year. Potential prospect for a Citadel head coach, new football coach there. Um, yeah. The jury's out on that, but yeah, you look at you know, uh, you look at Schultz, you know, three three yards. Or, I'm sorry, three receptions for 22 yards. But last night, you know, obviously the game, he scored a touchdown there. His production's been stepping up. Hopefully as well in the next couple of weeks. Um, and good to have Nuke back with the Cardinals. Um, thought he was going to get 100 yards uh, last week as, as well. And then the C.D. Lamb hate, I think, needs to stop after yesterday. Oh, he's, he's nasty. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the C.D. Lamb, the, I mean, last night I think he had, what, one or two touchdowns, over 100 yards receiving. Um, I don't, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. I don't think he gets enough love. Um, I don't understand. I get why he gets the hate because he plays for Dallas and everybody hates Dallas, uh, including myself. But um, I think he's underrated in, in turn. I think him and Amari Cooper and Amari Cooper is the same situation with the, you know, played for Dallas too. But um, I think they don't get it. I think they're underrated, guys. I think he gets so much hate because he's wearing 88. Yeah, and, and that's the Michael Irvin yeah, on the ESPN. Yeah. Top five to ever wear 88, though. Yeah. Great number. I mean, it's hard not to wear that number. And you heard what Michael Irvin said. He goes, you know, why would they want it? Why would I want somebody to retire 88? When they retire, that means I died and I want to keep living. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I agree with y'all. I think they're both pretty criminally underrated. Um, especially, you know, C.D. Lamb. I think Amari's kind of got his his stripes in a way, I mean, showing that he can play well in a pretty bad offense right now. I mean, through the air anyway. I mean, Jacoby Brissett is capable, but he's certainly no stud, right? So, um, but yeah, it, I mean, Allen had a massive win. Um, we, we have quite a log jam there at six and five and five and six. Um, but let's move into one of the bigger matchups of the week for last place implications. Um, we had 
Lick only scored 69 not-so-nice points. <laughs> nice. Um, he moves to 2-9 and nine by himself and Sacco at the moment. And Kyle gets a massive win to move out of the shadow of Sacco, 113-69. Uh, to Yeah, I mean, you know, quick synopsis of my team. I mean, you know, Aaron Rodgers had a great week with 19. Um, you know, T. Higgins with 19 is, you know, he's a wide receiver one in about 27 other teams offense. Um, Allen Robinson getting a touchdown, especially with their quarterback situation going on and the dumpster fire that the Rams are having this year. That was huge. Shout out George Pickens with 16. But the, the real outlier here was my leading score the last week, and that was the Washington defense. Absolute beatdown and domination um, on the defensive end. Um, with two interceptions, a touchdown, and only 10 points allowed. You, you really just can't ask for much more. And five sacks. Yeah, a lot of sacks to keep me out of the sack up. Very good. <laughs> Left hand up. Who are we? The, the commander. commander. Yeah, going off that, though, man, you know, the commander's defense stepped up. You know, they obviously scored a touchdown, two INTs. I mean, you look at it, they're just traveling through the snow selling nine half a brick from four ways at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and, and on Lick's side, it was just more of the same. I mean, it was it was bad. Um, and, and Lick, I'm sorry, but it, it was bad. Um, James Robinson, one point. Garrett Wilson, which I think will get better, two points. Um, Deontay Johnson, maybe one of the letdowns of the entire fantasy season as Pickens yeah. has surpassed him. And, and, and I'm going to say this about, about Lick and I love Lick and he's usually, you know, one of the more competitive teams in the league, but to go out and pick up Christian Watson after three touchdowns and a win against an eight and three Dallas Cowboys team last week to not start him when you pick him up off the waivers the next week that's a recipe for for Sacco behavior. And and, and the, the, I'm not saying you deserve the loss, but you, and you probably wouldn't have won either way, but Christian Watson, 19 points on the bench with two touchdowns. I mean, the dude's now leading rookies with touchdowns as, as a, uh, you know, in the last two games. So, you know, you just, I don't, I don't understand that, but I digress. Yeah. I mean, he would have had, he probably would have been closer to getting a hundred points, but like you said, I mean, yeah, and I agree, but you know, you, you had a good week. I mean, you had 114 points with uh, ETN on by. So, you know, you got to feel good about that. Yeah. And he, he started, he also started three um, New York football um, positions, uh, whether that's the jets or the giants, the jets are a dumpster fire right now with their quarterback situation. So Garrett Wilson, and then you ha- he started the backup running back for the Jets with James Robinson, so that wasn't a good recipe. And then, um, you know, started the New York Giants defense as his third New York start. Um, they got a minus one points against uh, the Lions. So, just a tough week. But he did get 69 points. Nice. Nice. <laughs> yes. Um, all right, last matchup real quick. Um, we had Paul thrashing – Vikram, big win for Paul as he moved to second place. Vikram moves to five and six, also in that log jam, currently in eighth. Um, Bobby, I'll let you start since you, uh, you you know you know Paul. Yeah, I mean Paul's. You look at the roster. Um, the really only disappointing, the really only disappointing uh, guy he had there was Kenyon Drake, and, and I haven't really heard his name much at all this year. Um, you know he's been struggling. Uh, obviously, you know, with J.K. Dobbins, um, is he is he is he hurt again? Yeah, J.K. still out. Gus Edwards should be coming back. But to your point, it was disappointing because Gus Edwards didn't come back. He had ten carries against the Panthers, only six points. Yeah, and then you got you know uh, Michael Pittman Jr. Obviously having a good week, uh, and but also you know him playing for the Colts. The Colts wanted to to bench Matt Ryan, which they did. They ended up losing, and then they fired the head coach. Jeff Sunday comes in, starts balling out. They're two and zero with him under the uh, under the helm, and now you know Pittman's starting to get a little bit more receptions than in the past. Uh, you know, and now obviously having a good solid ten points there. 
But I mean, obviously, having Patrick Mahomes on fantasy is like a damn cheat code anyway. So if you have him, you got a recipe for uh, what Kyle calls a win. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you know, b- great week for Paul. I mean, when you, when you can get three guys scoring twenty plus points, it's, it usually means a win. Then you add in Ezekiel Elliott getting two touchdowns and, and that beat down last week. I mean, you had Elliott and Pollard having the amount of touchdowns they did in one week is just huge. And then, you know, not not a bad week for Vic. I mean, Daniel Jones getting you 24 points. You take that all day. And then, you know, shout out to um, Josh Palmer for the, for the Chargers, man. I mean, he's had a string of good weeks the last uh, – the last couple weeks so um to get 28 points out of him on eight catches 106 yards two touchdowns and to not get a win that week it it really hurts you know and you know looking at two you got Cordero Patterson he is third all time in kickoff returns for touchdowns and what pisses me off about ESPN is they don't even count that towards his point total yeah that it's you give that that's another eight points I mean, who knows what happened? That might create a little bit of momentum for the rest of the team here on fantasy. I feel yeah. bad. Yeah, that's yep. a good point. I mean, yeah, that's a great point. I thought about that. I was always watching the game. Um, and, uh, you know, it's one of those things. But uh, sometimes ESPN can can drop the ball or stuff like that, in my opinion. But overall, uh, a pr- pretty, pretty decent platform. Um, all right, well, that was – all of the matchups before we get into our uh, our big betting talk, I'll say um, we're going to go over this previews real quick. But just a quick uh, preview to the betting, um, just bonanza. Uh, we we are in the middle of sweating out a Sienna plus twelve, I believe, to the Ole Miss Rebels. They're currently down thirty seven thirty two, and we've got uh, Ecuador Netherlands that just just uh, kicked off the second half talking about football here. Um, so, yeah, um, we'll definitely talk about those more as it gets closer, but just a little update more for, for you guys than, uh, than anyone else. But um, so week 12 has a bunch of big matchups. And um, the way we've got this league set up is, you know, we're replaying who we played week one. Um, so it should be interesting. We've got some, some big matchups for standings, but also rivalries, et cetera. Um, one of the ones I want to start with is – or the one I want to start with is uh, Weston versus Paul. Um, and, then you know, we've obviously had three games already this week as we we're recording this podcast. But uh, one of y'all jump in and talk about what you see here with Weston versus Paul, two, seven, and four teams. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the beauty of the, doing this Black Friday episode is we, we had three games, six teams play yesterday. You know, usually we're seeing only, you know, two teams playing on a Thursday. So, um, Weston, you know, having Justin Jefferson, you might as well, you know, just go ahead and add 20 points every week. I mean, that was such a huge boost. And then to get eight points out of the Buffalo defense, I really like, uh, you know, the trajectory Weston's team has heading into Sunday slash Monday night. Um I, t- I tell you what, though, I- I'm going to take Paul this week, and, I- and I'm going to say that because he's got Kenneth Walker, a rookie running back who's had a tremendous, you know, ar- arguably rookie of the year, um, coming off of a bye week, much-needed rest. Um, I think he has a huge week against a uh, uh, not-so-good Raiders team. Um, and, th- and then you look at Michael Pittman Jr. going against the Steelers on Monday night. I could see him getting in the end zone. And he's already got 16 points from Ezekiel Elliott, who performs so well every Thanksgiving um, with 16 points. So I think it's going to be close, but I think Paul slightly edges it out. See, and I'm going to go on the other side. I think, uh, you know, you look at what uh, – and it's Weston, right, Delaney? You need to yeah. So you got Weston, and I think Jalen Waddle is going to absolutely abuse the Houston Texans on Sunday. Okay. Um, you got Chris Godwin going against, you know, a decent Cleveland Browns defense. Uh, Friar Muth and the Colts, this is going to be interesting. So Friar Muth's actually getting more uh, receptions in the past two weeks than he's had all season. You got uh, uh, the Colts on the other team with, uh, with Paul there. 
it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. And then, you know, we just talked about Tony Pollard having two weeks in a row over 20 points and pull seven points last night. Um, but the interesting thing with this, I think, is going to be how does Greg Kittles play against the New, the New Orleans Saints on Sunday? Yeah. And I got some insider trading information. Paul has actually been trying to dump George Kittle um, to, to other teams. I got a trade request that had uh, George Kittle, Michael Pittman Jr., and um, some other bum on his bench for uh, a couple key players like T. Higgins and stuff. And I think it was like T. Higgins and Kyle Pitts. And I, I was just like – this is odd, but you know, great point, Bobby. I, you know, why is he trying to dump them off? I'm going to say Weston minus six and a half. I like, I like Weston this week as well by my gack here. Um, I, I, I like James Connor to get in the end zone. I like scary Terry McLaurin to have a big game. Uh, I agree with Waddle. Uh, I think Chris Godwin gets big back on track. Cleveland's not been good against the run or the pass. Um, not great against the pass. Truly bad against the run. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Friar Muth, to, uh, to to Bobby's point, I mean, he had 12 targets last week. Um, when you got a young quarterback that doesn't know what he's doing with a big body in the middle, it's easy to, to, to feed the beast. Yeah, the old, the old check down. Um, okay, not there, not there, not there, going to Friermuth. Yeah. But you also yeah. got – you got to think, too, it's a Monday night football. You got the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Colts. Hammer the under. Primetime yeah. unders. Hammer the two shitty team under and go win some money. Yeah, and they're, they're still going to be on the Thanksgiving hangover, too, you know, especially the, the <laughs> both sides of the line. Um, even Jeff Saturday, I know he's, he used to be, a, he's a former offensive lineman, former center, likes to eat, probably, you know, thought it'd be a good idea to take his, his Colts out. Yeah. Take the under. I like it. And I, I'm really looking forward to, the, I, I really hope on Monday we have a Manning cast just so I can hear Peyton in the replay of him telling Jeff Saturday, stop calling the fucking plays. Yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. Hey, um. You know what's what's uh you know what sucks? Just hike the ball, Jeff. You know what sucks? Um not the Manning cast, but the the LeBron cast on Thursday night. Dude, that was that's so bad. He's like, I actually drew that play up before the game. I'm surprised they uh they ran it. <laughs> I like he when he didn't really say that, but that's classic LeBron. No, he said he he takes Jalen Ramsey and, and uh uses him uses him as a quarterback spy. So somebody went on Madden and used him as a quarterback spy. It was like an eighty yard touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And Jalen Ramsey even called him out on the shop or whatever. Yeah. Maybe even that thing that they were doing. And we but... know you like the cap. Yeah, he did say that. <laughs> yeah. So he said the internet saying you cap. That's great. Um, well, we had uh, we just previewed and, and gave our picks on a seven and four huge matchup potential buy implications. Um, I, I'd like to uh, to move on to a matchup of one of the podcasts. So, uh, Kyle versus Craven. Um, Kyle gets a gets to five wins, and I think he's safe in Sacco uh, in the Sacco race officially. Um, so this is a big w- week for him. Um, Craven's lineup's looking a little thin in some spots, but he's got some plug-in plays. Um, but I, I, I – uh, what do you guys think? I'm not sure how, how what I think is going to happen. I, Dude, I, I like this matchup for me this week. You know, you look at some of the players my teams are going against. Michael Carter hasn't been in the end zone in two weeks, but he still is – outside of last week, is still able to put up eight to nine points. That's all I really need, especially when he's got to start Samaj P. Ryan, um, where, where I have Joe Mixon. So um, I like I like T. Higgins against the Titans this week. I like George Pickens on a Monday night. They may try to do some runs on him. Um, ETN could have the potential. And, and Peyton Campbell's had a great – great last two weeks um ever since Jeff Saturday's been there so I'm looking for a huge production from him and then and you know obviously I'm high on the commanders right now for them to have Atlanta on Sunday 
Um, it's gonna be gonna be interesting. But uh, you know, Craven, it, I'm, it's all about who he's able to put in at quarterback. I don't know if it's gonna be Kyler. Don't know if it's gonna be Brissett. I hope it's he puts in Mariota so I can win for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, it'd be interesting. He only got seven points last night from Jacoby Myers. Yeah, and one point from the best defense in the league in fantasy. So, um, with the Patriots, so that was big as well because Patriots have, are known to put up. You know, I mean, they got a touchdown on special teams last week. The last two yep. weeks before that, twenty six and seventeen. So, um, that's pretty big. I like you to win this week. I like you to knock off Craven, Bobby. What do you think, man? I, you know, I'm. I, I think it's going to be real interesting to see who he plays in the quarterback position. You've got Travis Kelsey, Debo, Tyreek. Jacobs, Lazard. Um, it's going to be interesting to see who he actually plugs and play in there in the quarterback position. But you know what? It's a bold move, um, and I and I love what he's doing here. I love how he's keeping it a secret. You know, he's not going to let the the media know really what's going on until game time. Uh, it'll probably be a game time decision right there, throwing him in at the, uh, in, the in the final hour. But uh, if he can if he can get a good solid quarterback, maybe maybe uh, a quarterback that can just at least give you twenty points. I project uh, Jacobs to have at least one rushing touchdown, probably pull another, uh, you know, 12, 13 points again. Tyreek Hill going against, uh, like, I, like I said, a, a, a struggling Houston Texans team uh, with Jalen Waddle getting the majority of the, the, the targets. Um, but using Tyreek Hill in a, different, in a different manner, you know, you got Debo with the 49ers getting Christian McCaffrey back on or getting adding Christian McCaffrey to the uh, 49ers offense, I think frees up Debo a little bit to do a little bit more to get some more receptions. Um, it's going to be an interesting matchup. I think this is truly the game of the week. Uh, and it's going to be interesting to see who, who pulls it out. Uh, and I'll say this, Craven did say two weeks ago that I was going to beat him in two weeks and that I was going to run the table and, uh, make the playoffs so it's interesting if 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 that actually happens this week we can we could start talking rumors so that's right and uh one thing to watch out for you know i saw uh, joe mixon got sidelined today in practice again as of an hour ago um yeah just fy um so if he misses uh the samaj p ryan could be a better start than it looks right now but just uh something to keep an eye on there um Still like you to win. I think Michael Carter catches four to five passes at least um, with a new quarterback. Kind of that dump down, but just a different dump down than the Friar move. One, yeah, the white, he, the White Knight's starting. The White Knight, that's right. Uh, Michael White. Uh, so uh, we've given our predictions for that. That's a big matchup for different reasons on each side. Um, so we'll go to another big matchup for different reasons on each side, and that's Allen. Uh, who's trying to stay in the playoff mix heavy and going against Lick, who's trying to squeeze out some kind of win to give himself a chance to not be sacked. I like Allen to win personally. Just looking at the lineup. Yeah. I really like the, the, this week's matchups for everybody. Uh, I think this is going to be another close one, another nail biter, if you will. Um, Shout out to Lick. He actually had a productive uh, Thursday uh, with Diggs having, you know, a touchdown late in the game, uh, 17.7 points. And then get to get six points um, out of Minnesota with your defense, you know, nice and average, you, you take that all day. Anything over five points for defense, I consider that to be um, a solid week. Uh, looking at Allen's team, Dak Prescott didn't have a great game uh, as far as fantasy goes. You know, two interceptions. Um, two touchdowns, only 14.8 points. You, you expect a little bit more there, but you got 14.7 out of Lamb, and then you got 17 out of Schultz, which is huge. Yeah, and then two touchdowns. Jamal Williams gets back in the end zone. So I, I like Allen squeeze, squeezing one out here, but I think Lick actually puts up 100 points this week. Hot take. Yeah. Do you guys know how many touchdowns Jamal Williams has this year? <laughs> I'm going to go on a guess and say it is uh, 22. Oh, good Lord. Uh, uh, I'm going to say he's got eight touchdowns. No, he's got to have like maybe 10. Okay, 13. Huh? Jeez. I mean, it's a ton. It's insane. He's the, but he's the vulture when, even when Swift plays. Um, 
and he had another rushing touchdown. Um, you know, not as good as a fantasy output as he has been, but um, but I agree. I, I'm with you that I think I think Licks up, puts up 100 points. I think it's going to be like 118 <laughs> to like 102. Uh, that's kind of what I'm looking at. I'm liking, and I, I think in, in, in a sleeper for this team. I think Justin Herbert is going to be the guy that's got to make it happen. You yeah. What's happening to the Cardinals right now? You've got Terrible. Kyler, Mar- Kyler Murray hurt. Cliff Kingsbury is probably on the chopping block. The team might be giving up. They're, they're, they're having the hard knocks curse of the midseason. Last year, you got the midseason or the in-season hard knocks. You got Frank Wright. Well, guess what? He gets fired. Well, now you got Arizona Cardinals going through the midseason or the, the in-season hard knocks. I think Kingsbury gets the boot. I don't think the team believes in him. I think Justin Herbert puts Kingsbury underground, buries him. He's done. Justin Herbert's going to have 30 points this week. Wow. Love it. Cardinals are terrible. Um, let's see. Our next matchup is going to be uh, – let's take a look at Nunnery versus Vikram. Uh, two, five, and six uh, teams trying to scrounge and claw and their way to the playoffs. Um, you know, I, I, some interesting matchups this week. I like uh, I like his matchups, Vikram's matchups. He's got a couple Dolphins going against the uh, – going against the Texans, Lockett going against the Raiders, and Mark Andrews going against the Jags, and, and Joshua Palmer, who you mentioned earlier, going against the Cardinals. So I, I love Vikram's matchups this week, and I think he wins. I think, uh, you know, Tom Brady, since the divorce, defeated. Um, I think he's finally, you know, settled into his own. I think he's going against like a uh, Cleveland defense that's been struggling. Um, and, you know, I, I love Darnell Moody this week against the Jets. You know, the Jets have got a really good defense. Um, but what I think is they're, they're going to have some locker room issues there with Zach Wilson talking about how they thought the, that the offense uh, did enough. Um, obviously, didn't score or didn't really do anything uh, last week against the, the Patriots. Um, I'm looking for Darnell Moody to have a great game. I think Tom Brady's going to roll over. Yeah, the Cleveland Browns. I think he's gonna. Have, I think him and Chris Godwin are on a on a good uh, good nucleus right now, along with Mike. Now he's back. Mentioned. Um, I think it's gonna be an interesting interesting week. Yeah, and um, I got a little fun fact, and this is an outlier that I think is important to touch on. Hunter Henry, thirteen point eight points. I'm pretty sure Charles. Um, you could you could. You know, correct me on this if this stat is wrong, but I think if Hunter Henry scores more than seven points, I think Nunnery's won every single one of those games. Um, which interesting, yeah, because I think that's that's been his uh, biggest Achilles' heel this year is, is the the tight end position, and for him to go and get thirteen point eight points out of there with still Singletary not getting in the end zone yesterday and taking eight and a half points. Um, you know, the Dallas defense with three kind of hurts. But um, I, I like Nunnery this week. I, I think Nunnery and, and Tom Brady has has a huge, huge weekend. Um, I, I like Nunnery in a close one. So, you want to hear something funny? The best week he's had scoring other than the, so far this week is 14.1 points in week six. He beat you by less than a point that week. Yeah, I definitely remember that one. <laughs> I, 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 that makes sense. Um, all right, so we've got two more matchups to cover. We'll get through those really quick. Um, uh, it's a, another big rivalry in the league game here, me versus Jordan. Um, I've had Ramondre start out with almost 16, Gabe Davis with a lackluster performance, and TJ Hawkinson with about 13 points and a touchdown. So – um, I'm off to a little bit of a head start this week, but what, what do you see here? You know, you look at what Nick Chubb is doing. Um, obviously, last week we talked about didn't have a great game. Um, but if you look at the Tampa Bay defense rushing-wise are top eight in the league. Um, I think they're, they're really good against the run. They struggle against the pass in some areas. Um, but then you also have Najee Harris uh, going against the Col- a, a hot Colts team on Monday night. Um, 
Like I told you, take that under. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen with that. And then also, Lamar Jackson, he's got to do something. He's got to step up. He's got to be the nucleus of that team. Um, going against a, a a Jacksonville team who is uh, obviously had the number one uh, the number one draft pick in Trevon Walker. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see really what happens with with those three guys and uh, and ha- and what kind of points they put up trying to come back from a 20-point deficit point total-wise, but also, you know, he's uh, Mooney's already had four guys play. Yeah, I appreciate you saving the Jordan versus Charles matchup for last so we can highlight that uh, that rivalry. Um, but I I, uh, I think based on some key points you made, I, I like Connor to win this week. And like you said, I know Mooney's already had some guys go, but, um, but either way beforehand, I was kind of looking at some of the matchups and – even some of the bench plugs he could do. But um, I like Connor this week, man, and, and that gets him out of Sacco. Oh, I must have messed up. I must be gone off the Henny then. Yeah, no, you're good. Uh, <laughs> what game are we talking about? I'm a little uh, I'm a little now confused. We're on Connor Mooney. We were looking at me, and then he started talking about Nick Chubb and Najee, and so I just transitioned to, to Mooney versus Connor. <laughs> it's okay, all good. Good, good. Um, because as you could hear, um, that was me flushing the toilet, and I had to run to the bathroom to kind of show what I think this matchup is this week. I think it's a crap matchup. Um, I feel bad with, with Mooney having to start uh, a Darius Slayton and a, a Pacheco. I understand why, but, you know, not having Cooper Cup, not starting A.J. Dillon, um, I like Connor this week, and I, and I think Connor learned last week that you know Najee Harris um, cannot sit on the bench no matter what. He's going to put in um, Robinson for Baltimore, and like you know, like Bobby said, this week is all about Lamar Jackson and what he can do. So um, you know, playoff Lamar, he's pushing for the playoffs. I, I, I think uh, I think he has a big week this week. All right. Um, well, I think we kind of all agree on that one. So we'll transition right back to the robbery of me versus Jordan. Uh, <laughs> this will be the last one we talk about. Two six and five teams trying to scratch and claw their way to the playoffs, just like some other matchups. Um, you know, I had a head start, like I mentioned, from Stevenson and Hawkinson. But, um, you know, on Jordan's side, he's got a couple guys questionable that, you know, same with me. So, We'll see how it all plays out and see if Damian Pierce can rebound from a couple of lackluster weeks. Um, but what do you what do you think here? Uh, you, you, I, and I go back to Christian Jordan this week. Um, you know, obviously the, the 49ers picking him up, I think, is one of the biggest one of the biggest pickups of the, of the NFL season. Um, and then again, Justin Fields. It's going to be interesting to see what he does against that good. Jets defense. Um, I think Robert Salas got them got them rolling again. I don't know what's going to happen with the locker room and quarterback situation. Um, but then on the other side, Jamar Chase. Uh, you know, he he. I guess he's back from from uh, from his um, going. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. And then going against a uh, a Tennessee team that uh, you know, people talk about the Lions as being gritty. I, I look at the Tennessee. And I look at them, they they truly have grit of the shoe on the on the bottom of their shoe in Nashville. Um, I, I think they're gonna be I think they're gonna be a playoff team. I think they're gonna be a, a team to reckon with, obviously with Derrick Henry. Um, but to see what Jamar Chase can do coming back from injury if he is healthy, I think that's gonna be the interesting matchup. Yeah, I, and I'm looking at this matchup and, and I know Jordan had to play Justin Fields. I mean, Justin Fields has put up um, in the last three weeks, over 100 fantasy points. He had to play him. But to sit there on the bench and see Kirk Cousins get 21.86 points yesterday, um, it kind of makes you think a little bit. and you, you wonder if Justin Fields can do that again, especially against a pretty solid, um, you know, New York Jets, you know, defense. So it's really going to come down to what Fields can do. Can Mike Evans get in the end zone? And then what is Jamar Chase going to do on Charles' side of things? I know Bobby just mentioned that, but he's already got 15 points from Stevenson, which which I think puts you know him in the lead here, especially with Hawkinson getting in the end zone last night. 
Yeah, and and the biggest part that I'm encouraged about with Ramondre Stevenson is, you know, 16 points just about with no touchdown. I mean, that that feels pretty good. Um, he had a trash 40-yard catch at the end that didn't really matter. So I will say that. But in fantasy, everything counts. So we'll take it. Um, Justin Fields also banged up. It's still not – he's still not cleared for this, for this game. Um, but I kind of do think he plays. Um, I don't think that they're going to – confirm him playing until an hour and a half out from kickout uh, kickoff. Um, and if he doesn't play, we're looking at Trevor Simeon. Interesting. So could be interesting there. Um, well, that's all the matchups. Um, we've talked about them all. So let's get into big Bob's black Friday betting bonanza. And uh, before we do quick update, Ecuador scored in about the 48th minute. It's one to one with 20 minutes to go. And our Sienna Saints are down 14 with eight minutes to go as we sweat that one out live. Um, we've got tons and tons of college football, uh, NFL, World Cup, college basketball. It is feast week. And, Bobby, I want you to just unload the clip on some stuff. All right. Well, first we get a little ad read here. This, this uh, Bob's Black Friday betting bonanza. Brought to you by none other than Zen. Why Zen? Enjoy your life on your own terms and experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. You've got smoke-free, spit-free, hands-free, and two different strengths, three and six. I personally like the cool mint. Uh, I'm doing one right, one right now. Uh, and so with that being said, thank you for Zen being a, a coordinating sponsor here. Um, first, I got three best bets for you guys today. Um, the first one I really like, okay, I'm going to go with, Army and UMass. Army is a 19-point favorite over UMass Minutemen. And I'm going to go against the public this week. I'm all about Black Friday. You know, people love spending money. Um, and I'm going to fade the money this week. UMass has 92% of the money. UMass, rushing line, rushing defense, is 124th in the NCAA. Army, number two, total rushing. I think Army runs all over him. I think Brent Davis, the offensive coordinator, dials it up for the uh, the old Black Knights. And also, you know, with this time of Thanksgiving, I think it's going to be hard to go against the Black Knights and and, and our uh, and our armed forces. Yeah, it, especially this month with it being uh, Veterans Day a couple weeks ago, we 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 support the troops on this podcast. And uh, as I sit in Fayetteville, North Carolina, right now, you know, home of the largest. Uh, military base in the world um you know they, they, i'm not fading the military <laughs> you can't absolutely not no you can and you know you've got you've got a uh, don brown who is the head coach of uh of the umass minutemen he is actually a norwich grad of uh yes 77 military which- school Military school, so it's it's the it's a battle of the uh, the military right here. But I think the uh, I think the Army Black Knights, um, I think they are uh, going to cover. I think they I think they roll over UMass, even though it is a home game for the uh, for the Minuteman. Um, but you know, I, I, this game is going to be at uh, I believe is going to be at um, at let's see, I think it's going to be a, a one o'clock kickoff, and I'm going to be hammering a bacon, egg, and cheese. Hold the cheat. <laughs> Uh, my next best bet here, um, I'm going to go with one of my personal favorites. And uh, it, it is it, since I live in the state of South Carolina, I'm going to go with Clemson in South Carolina. Um, it's South Carolina is coming off of a massive win against the University of Tennessee. Obviously, Hendon Hooker uh, is now hurt. Um, but you really think about what South Carolina has done this year. It's interesting to, to see who they've beaten and how they've beaten them and who they've also lost to. Um, you know, they – and how good really is Tennessee? Tennessee gets, gets waxed by Georgia. They get beat by, tech, by, by South Carolina. South Carolina beat Texas A&M when they were a top-10 team. Next week they get rolled over. They lose their top-25 ranking. They beat Tennessee, who's number five in the country. Then they got to go into Clemson, who hasn't lost a game in over 30 games at home. And Clemson is only 14-and-a-half-point favorites. South Carolina on the spread is getting 87% of the money. 
I think Clemson feels like they have something to prove. I think they're trying to fight for a playoff spot. I think it's going to take a lot of implications with what USC does against Notre Dame. I think what TCU right, does right. two games. Um, I really like Clemson to cover here. Um, and obviously being a rivalry game, you got to throw all the stats out. But I'm, I'm still going with the money here. I agree. I like that line. I like that line a lot. Um, um, and and you've got the you know the inside feel as a uh, a South Carolinian. So uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna trust you. Yeah. And the, the game's at Clemson Memorial Stadium. Um, you know, like you said, playing for uh, playoff implications. I'm not a big Spencer Rattler guy, so I'm 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 with you on Clemson. Yeah, you know, and, and Spencer Rattler is such a hit-or-miss guy, and I think Marcus Satterfield did a really good job last week. Um, I think he's still trying to fight for his job, um, and, you know, that's that's just public implications there. What I do like what South Carolina is doing, though, is their defense. Um, I think Clayton White's doing a great job on defense. I think he's, you know, he's transitioned that defense and brought more of a, of a downhill mentality um, defensively. Um, but what I think is going to be the key to that game is if South Carolina can throw the ball vertically down the field, I think that's what Clemson struggled with. And if I'm, if I'm uh, Clayton White this week, I'm going and I'm watching that Notre Dame-Clemson game, and I'm just going to copy that game plan. Play a lot of cover two, make them throw the ball to the flat, uh, you know, play the ball well on the perimeter. Stop. If you if they can hold uh, Shipley, yeah, about eighty yards rushing and get the ball to Mafa, which I think is who's been playing really good the past couple of weeks. I think if they you know make them get the ball into Mafa's hand and kind of shut down that running game and make DJ uncomfortable in the pocket, throw the ball down the field. Uh, I think I think uh, South Carolina could have some success, but you know I, I'm still going with the Clemson Tigers on this one. I like it. Uh, uh, last and final one here. You know, it's it's a staple here in college football. I'm going to go with the Iron Bowl. You got Auburn and Alabama. You got Bama, 22-point favorites. You got Cadillac Williams, the interim head coach. Got something to prove. Brian Harson, obviously, uh, you know, got, got the boot mid-midseason. I'm still going with the Crimson Tide. It's hard to bet against Nick Saban in the in the uh, in the Iron Bowl. Auburn, twenty-two point dogs, getting ninety-eight percent of the money. And wow, I love Alabama. This game, um, you know, they're getting two percent of the money here. They're twenty-two point dogs. I think Bryce Young is going to have a, a tremendous game against this Auburn defense. I just don't think Auburn has the the horses to go with uh to, to, to compete against Alabama this game yeah I, it, I totally it I'm there interesting. too yeah I'm not sold on Auburn and it's interesting to see what they're going to do you know how are they going to try and slow down Alabama's defense and uh, sorry Alabama's offense you know this is one of the the and this is a relative term you know this Alabama being nine and two through 10 weeks or through 11 weeks I, you know this is one of the worst and again, I said it's a relative term. This is one of the worst Alabama records in the past, you know, eight years. Um, and you know, a struggling Auburn team. You know, I, I just, it's hard to think that Alabama at home isn't just going to freaking lay the wood on uh, on War Eagle. I like it. Um, okay, well, Bill, I like all those. You're you're kind of our our resident college football plug, and and um, and and we appreciate that. But I do have to bring up uh, a a massive game that uh, we are about to kick off here on the pitch uh, in a little while. We've got uh, the U.S. of A. going against the blokes, the bruvs, the lads of England. Um, are, are we doing? Are we? Are we? Are we being sensible here? Are we going to throw a little action on? I mean, I kind of think first half draw. I I like I like first half draw. And I have to take USA money line. Uh, I think we as Americans have to do it every game that they're allowed to play in the World Cup before they get eliminated. Um, it, it wouldn't be right if we didn't do that. So um, I'm asking you and, and all my other fellow Americans out here that, that, can, uh, that can hear this is to throw a little action today for your country in the World Cup, USA money line. Oh, and a great plug that you guys uh, shared earlier, or Jordan shared, uh, 19, or 1783, 
the last occupation in America, the British soldiers, they evacuated November 25th, 1783. Uh, anybody know what today is by chance? November 25th. Mm. It's time. I like signs. That's a sign. <laughs> yeah, I'm all about I'm all about betting with uh w- w- with that stuff. You know, England is is full of confidence right now. Uh, U.S. is probably less um, after that World Cup opener against uh, a, a, a tremendous. Uh, and I, I say I say loss the the the, the draw between Wales. Um, now, what I you know some people say cutter, some people say guitar. Um, what I think is going to happen here with this game is you've got U.S. coming in. They're 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 looking for a win, um, and obviously England as well. Uh, you know, they had the the six two win over Iran, um, and which was it, it, it was very very fitting for the, for the English team to uh, to come on top there. But I think the U.S. keeps their spirits high this week. Um, I think you know they're going to come out they're going to come out hot. I, I do like the first half draw. And uh, and I'm gonna sprinkle a little money line. I think the the I'm thinking a final score prediction of two one U.S. and love it. Uh, fun fact too, you know who didn't celebrate Thanksgiving yesterday? England, Dirty the entire Britain. country. So we have that over them as well. So um, something else to uh, to kind of look look at as well. You know, they're they didn't get to celebrate. They're hungry for a win. U.S. of A. I'm gonna play. Whatever I forget, I forget the guy's name. Um, I'm proud to be an American. Greenwood should be, should be uh, yeah, Lee Lee Greenwood. It should be our national anthem, in my opinion. I don't disagree. I think um, it's a better song. And this yeah. game implications for Group B. You know, um, huge. You know, obviously, you know, Wales and U.S. having that draw. Um, you Wales obviously has also one loss, so I think they're probably out of it. Um, you know, Iran's got one win, one loss. Um, and so th- this game is going to have a hu- have huge implications for, for group B there. Um, and obviously the, the point differential, you know, England's already got three points. U S has one, um, that win can spike another, you know, three points there, come on mm-hmm. top four, three over England. Um, and obviously it's going to be huge for, for the seating in the next, in the next uh, round. Right. And, and for the, and for the game versus Iran, you know, if we can get a game here, we just, we tie Iran, we're happy. Uh, we lose or tie today and tie Iran, we're fucked. So you know what? I'm always going over Iran. Uh, you know, as as an American, I'm I'm always I'm well, I'm taking U.S. over Iran any, any day. Oh least. yeah, we're I, hammering straight bombs. If you know what I mean. I'm more of a Duran Duran guy than an Iran guy because <laughs> I run, I run so far away. Oh, oh anyways. That's the best. Um, uh, quick, quick update. It is sixty-five fifty-six in the Ole Miss uh, Sienna game. So we are we are officially in sweat season there. Um, we are looking at the two best teams in Group A, Netherlands and Ecuador, playing each other in the eighty-fourth minutes. Still one to one. I'll tie it up. Um, and uh, w- let's let's end our betting corner by talking about Sunday, and let's all give a lock of the week for for NFL. <laughs> Bobby, I'll, I'll put you on the spot. I'll let Bobby. I'll let uh. I'll let Bobby go last since since he's um, he's probably okay. gonna have a few for us. But my lock of the week, I'm riding it out until it, it it no longer hits. But I'm taking the Commanders to cover, um, minus four against the Falcons on Sunday. Um, and that that's strictly out of me just you know absolutely following through until they they can't cover anymore. But I'll tell you one thing I like this week. I took three dog. I took two dogs yesterday. I took three bets yesterday. All of them hit. I got a good feeling about the NFL this week. I like the Rams plus 15 and a half. That does not add up. Um, I like the Saints plus nine and a half. And I like um I like the Panthers plus one. Go ahead and take the money line. Panthers and Charlotte against Russell Wilson. I like it. Those are my those are three of them that I really want to take. Okay. Um, all right, Bobby, I'll go ahead. Um, I've uh, I've got two. Hopefully, I'm not taking one of yours, and if I do, uh, just say so. But my actual lock of the week 
is the Chargers minus three. Uh, uh, it, I think it's moved, but I got it at minus three versus the Cardinals. Uh, I think the Cardinals suck, uh, to your point earlier. Um, and then the other game I like is the Bears to cover versus the Jets. Four and a half points. Yeah, I like those. Um, I've got I've got two. I've got uh, the first one. Go off and out, going off of the Rams and the Kansas City spread. Anytime there is a spread of over ten, the under this year has hit ninety percent of the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and make one of my locks. Um, the Rams Chiefs under 42 as one of my locks, and then the next one. Um, this is probably going to be a uh, this is going to be an unpopular opinion here with with some Packers fans. Um, I've lost money betting on the Packers, um, and Aaron Rodgers I think is dead. Uh, he's a criminal. He should be in jail. Um, and I'm <laughs> so the Eagles coming off of. Um, what last week? I think the Eagles have something to prove. I think they want to get back on track there. I think they're going to try and steamroll uh, the Green Bay Packers. Um, it's going to be in Philly. I'm going to go ahead and take the Eagles minus six and a half. Also, I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on the first quarter team total Eagles over three and a half. I like that. I like that. I like that too. Um, I know I said the Cardinals were going to get steamrolled, um, but I have to throw out a player prop that I love with some injuries and the fact that he's just been eating. Um, I don't know exactly what the player prop looks like or what exactly I'm going to take, but I will be taking DeAndre Hopkins in some capacity, whether it's over receptions or over yards. I will be taking one of them, and I'll probably be taking any time touchdown. I say load up on your D-hop this week. I like that. I like D Hop to that this week. Also, it's going to be is Kyler Murray back? It's trending that way. If he's back, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll hop on that. Um, because <laughs> you're my, you're like my kin. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. We got to get the fuck out of here after that. Um, but uh, thank you, Bobby, for joining. That was uh, that was a lot of fun. Thanks for being our co-host this week. As we uh, as as we had a little bit longer of a Black Friday episode today for for the goats out there, hopefully uh, getting full and listening to this this pod. And and uh, I hope you guys have a, a phenomenal uh, phenomenal day as we watch the heels take uh, destroy the Wolfpack this afternoon. Knock on wood. I got one more thing before I leave. I'm gonna go. Yes. Ahead, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and make a goat league future. Love it. I got a future bet that I think I'm going to place here. I think a future team to win the GOAT League this year is going to be Julio TDs. Wow. Plus 700. I think I'm going to take Allen to win it all this year. Wow. Allen won our inaugural GOAT League, just so you know. I think I'll take it. I'm, I'm betting on my gut there. He's the first one. He's the first uh, winner in the history of the league many, many years ago. Um, that's a good take. Uh, I'm interested to see how that plays out. Bobby will have to get um, – Charles and I will come up with a wager for you off the air, um, and we'll have you back on uh, as the playoffs start, and uh, maybe we can uh, discuss how it goes from there. I like it. Love awesome. it. Um, love that future, Bobby degenerate thank you for for, uh, for joining us uh and we're gonna go sweat out the sienna saints as they're down 10 with a minute and a half to go don't want it need it guys have a great black friday i'm sure we will talk soon um best of luck to everybody in the league this week peace yeah. <laughs>